everyone just to let you know this is another two-parter we're back with them but we're talking about the justice league Zack snyder's justice league to be exact in talking trailers today so a four-hour movie takes up a lot of discussion you get that and our memories of jim carrey's liar liar this week and then i encourage you next week to check out the second part of this episode where we talk about what jim carrey's liar liar is really like it's surprising for some of us to realize what jim carrey's liar liar was really like and enjoy before we watch the movie a quick word from our sponsors All right, let's get to it. Hey everyone, and welcome to the Nostalgia Effect, the podcast where we examine movies from our childhood through the lens of adulthood. As always, I'm Amy, and we got Johnny and Joe. Hello there. And a vaccinated Joe. A vaccinated Joe, it's true. He's a different different Joe now. And I feel fine. It's changing his DNA structure as we speak. And I feel fine. (laughs) How's that tracking chip treating you, Joe? You know, I feel good. I feel seen, which is nice. That's good. They're, they're finally listening to you. <laughs> Bill Gates will know power. exactly will, where you are at all times, and that, quite frankly, is comforting. He me. always knew. I, in fact, I had a, a cease and desist sent from, from his lawyer saying, please stop telling Mr. Gates where you are. He doesn't care if you're in the bathroom. <laughs> I think he does, though. He cares. Bill Gates cares where everybody is. <laughs> he cares. Bill he Gates just cares. just cares, you know? He's our rich dad, you know? Yeah. Uh, uh. <laughs> well... We got a special episode for you guys today. For talking trailers, we're going to discuss a movie that we have been shitting on for probably a year now. Well, yes and no. Um, I mean, I've been. I think we've been saying bad things about the Zack Snyder verse in general and the theatrical cut of Justice League for uh, three years. Yeah, since it came out. Yeah, what, I don't know how long ago that was. 2017. Feels like yeah. a million years ago. But 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 uh, I, I feel it's fair to say, um, or important to note anyway. I was um, going into this. I was cautiously optimistic. I was indeed hopeful. In fact, I have a confession to make. I did indeed rewatch Man of Steel and Batman vs Superman and the theatrical cut of Justice League Ugh. just to like. Ooh, I just went with the theatrical cut of Justice League. I couldn't take it. I didn't even do that. I was like, I remember what I I was like. I don't even. I I remember sort of what happens, but I was like, Yeah, I don't give a shit. Like, I'm just gonna watch this movie for whatever it is, all four hours of it. I'll put an asterisk up there. I'll say I had it on in the background while I scrolled through my phone ninety percent of the time. See, whereas (laughs) I actually, as as the listener may or may not know, probably isn't surprised to know that when I do watch a movie, I sit there. And I watch it. I don't do anything else. So I nah, these these movies Joe. had my undivided attention. That's that's that uh, yeah, because I wanted I wanted to give I wanted to give uh, this new version the best chance it could. Yeah, have. I mean, I I went into this. I tried to keep an open mind. Like we all know, you guys, I'm an associate producer, but I haven't seen have anything for it. <laughs> <laughs> I have the shirt. It's official. But I tried to go into this with an open mind. An open heart mm-hmm. and open heart. no preconceptions not, for how bad I was expecting this to be. Amy was eyes closed, head first, can't lose. Yep. Mm-hmm. Friday Night Lights. <laughs> <laughs> um, well, uh, and then, you know, fast forward four hours later. because yeah. uh, Did you sit through the whole four hours straight or did you break it up like you thought you were going to? Uh, I watched the first three hours straight and then the last hour uh, I watched um, later. <laughs> I watched yeah. the full four hours just straight wow. up mm-hmm. in one go yeah 
And were you paying attention? I did too. Like, were you yeah. guys paying attention, yeah, or were you doing? No, I mean, we have we have a mini theater in. Well, not a mini. You know, yeah. we have we have nice a nice TV and a nice sound system. Even though mm. it was four by three, and it mm, bothered me so much <laughs> all the time. I'd see a cool shot. Like there was cool moments in this movie. Don't get me wrong. Yeah. Um, I, I I mean I think I'm just gonna I'm gonna go ahead and say I think it's a. Mm, it's not a better movie because it's not really a movie, um, but it is. I would say it's a better Justice League movie than the Justice League mm-hmm. movie we got. Mm-hmm. So I, I yeah. at least appreciate it for that. But the four by three, every single time there was like cool framing or something, and I'm just like, I really wish this was like, you know, not a square. <laughs> Keep in mind, you are seeing everything that the camera saw. Though. I know. I mean, I know that that the the the, the frame. You know, it's but they didn't even shoot it with IMAX cameras. Uh, no, some scenes apparently were, but um, this was sort of just meant to sort of match so that it wouldn't go from like IMAX to 235, IMAX to 235, you know, that sort of jarring switch that uh, some Christopher Nolan films have, like uh, Dark Knight. Yeah, but hmm. I don't know, it bothered me. The 4 3 bothered me, it really did. I didn't think it was, mm-hmm. but it really did. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. I mean, I didn't really notice a difference. Because, I mean, my TV is very much smaller than yours, even though it's not that small of a TV. But I didn't really notice much of a difference. It was actually kind of nice because I do have, like, stuff sitting on either side of my TV that kind of blocks, like, the lower two inches on the right and left side. Nice. Mm. So it fit perfectly. <laughs> yeah, it fit perfectly in there. Nice. Um, it's funny. I uh, I didn't have a problem with the 4.3. I'm, I'm used to... Because the thing is, is uh, my my preferred aspect ratio is two three five. I think it's gorgeous. It's 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 kind of it matches what we see, you know, mm-hmm. in terms of mm-hmm. our visual field. But um, I, you know, I watch a lot of old TV. Yeah, you but know, this is like an old TV. Star Trek and stuff like that. Oh, like it's if it's framed if it's framed for four three four three is great. And and I did feel that like at no point did I feel the framing was off. Um, so it didn't bother me. But I mean, I got a big TV for a reason. all about that aspect ratio. Right. I am. I am all about the aspect ratio. ratio. No. <laughs> um, but uh, no, I, so, but I mean, in terms of like content of the movie, I thought it was certainly more cohesive than the theatrical yeah. cut. It made more sense than it the, did. Co- the, the, the There were things cut, that happened yeah. that actually made sense in line. It wasn't just like everything happens one thing after another after another like steppenwolf doesn't get each box like right after the other one mm-hmm. and there's time in between for you to get to know characters yeah. and to kind of build up the tension of him getting that last box mm-hmm. and things were actually interesting yeah i yeah the the original the theatrical cut definitely was kind of like uh i don't understand movie but all right whatever you say you yeah. know yeah and uh yeah this one was was a lot more cohesive it did make more sense um, I, but I did find, it's funny because I feel like even though I, I, I think if it just compare one to the other, this one was a better movie, mm-hmm. uh, but I still think that if there were, there were things that were taken out of this version that I kind of feel like, oh, the, that should have been in the theatrical version. And then there were things that were taken out of the theatrical version that I quite liked. I really, really liked, um, like I, I was glad that there was more cyborg. I thought that was really mm-hmm. important. Yes, yeah, that was probably my favorite part. Was out. yeah, I like he's my probably my favorite character in this film. Com- coming out of this is one, cyborg. Yeah, yeah. Mm. Um, but I really missed the the Flash isn't ready for this arc that he had. You know, mm. like I mm-hmm. I really really enjoyed um, that. That there's that one of my favorite scenes, and it's it's telling that it's a Whedon scene. Um, but that scene uh, right before they 
go up against Steppenwolf for the first time and he says, save one, save one and you'll know. And, and mm-hmm. I, I like that. And I like that the idea of, of one of our heroes, everybody else being fairly established, one of our heroes sort of coming into his own was, was really good. And I, I missed I that I think they arc. may have taken that out for the like individual Flash movie that may or may not be coming. Oh, well, I think it was a wait. I think it was a Whedon thing though. I think so it was a Whedon addition and I don't, yeah. none of the Whedon stuff was like know. Zack Snyder said like I mean no. even like little li- there were like even little tiny bits of dialogue it was like well that's gone I guess that must have been a Whedon ad um well yeah no I'm saying like that's why like Snyder didn't have it in there is because he was banking on the fact that we're getting a Flash movie right well but but by the time he's a f- the Flash movie he's already here I'm saying I liked I liked him being unsure of himself and afraid you know the bit where he's mm-hmm. like I don't I don't know what I'm doing. I usually just push people and run away, you know? Like I yeah. I, I like that about the Flash cuz then by the end and he is just as much a hero as everybody else. So yeah. I mm-hmm. miss, But I, I feel like that, that same that same sort of character art could be applied to Cyborg in the Zack Snyder cuz he sort of fills that role as the he, young person who like is just starting mm-hmm. out with his and just I mean his is more coming to terms with who he is, you know? Yes. It, it's it's more yeah. about that. Um, yeah. but I, I, you're right. I, I liked it, but I, th- I felt like it would have been like, let's say we, that scene was in there or that aspect of Barry Allen's character was in this movie. Then you're mm-hmm. like, you have two like reluctant heroes sort of type well, things. And yeah. like, in a, you know, in a four hour I, it's already clunky for it. There is, but it's already clunky enough. You know what I'm saying? Um, yeah, I see that's, that's the thing is I, I do feel like, um, both films don't do this, which I think is a bit of a shame, is neither one has that end of the second act, oh shit, what are we going to do? We have lost, you know? Yeah. Mm-hmm. It's it's always, it never quite dips down enough for that. Mm-hmm. And also, no, ex- Cyborg comes to terms, he comes to terms with his thing by the end because then he like flies away from his from his own grave. Um, but I, I, I felt like... N- characters still didn't really arc necessarily you know that no, there was, they didn't there nobody, were... ch- nobody really no. changed i mean there's there's a slight change not not in the movie but i feel like there's a change in batman's character from this one to like obviously batman versus superman yeah you know there is the line that he gives to alfred faith. i do love that there's more alfred yeah faith yes faith alfred. yes i, I yes. like that i love that there's Me more too. alfred and bruce scenes mm-hmm. Uh, mm-hmm. I think it's Jeremy Irons. It's just a fucking great Alfred. Uh, he was a great Alfred, and they had a good chemistry together. They did. Yes. Um, oh, he but, was like, if uh, I had a, do- I love that. He's like, what if I had a dollar for every time somebody told me like I couldn't do something? He's like, you'd be even more insufferable. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, Ugh, yeah. It's good. Um, Jeremy Irons. And um, you know, so, so I, I, I missed, I missed that. I missed a little bit of. Um, you know, I thought I thought there was there was uh, oh the the other thing the other big thing that was in Whedon's version that was not here was Batman being out of his depth and totally outmatched. Mm. Um, and I really really liked that. I really you know there's mm-hmm. there's a scene where because not only is he out of his depth in terms of like physical capability, the fact that he is not super powered and he's older than everybody else. Um, but also that he's not really the leader type. You know, and and in the Whedon version, it felt very much like he was trying to get. Wonder Woman to be the leader to take over for him because mm-hmm. she's much better at this than he is, um, and that was all gone here, which doesn't feel necessarily true to Batman's character as as very much so not a joiner, um, let alone a leader. Um, and, uh, and and wait, I can't remember. Sorry, Joe. If mm-hmm. they made, it, I feel like in one of them, I can't remember which one they made a joke 
about Batman not being part of a group ever. I uh, think it was in was it in Snyder Cut or was it in the theatrical? I think it was in the it was uh, I think it was in here a little bit with Gordon because um, he mm-hmm. says something about like oh you're working with other people now or something like that. Yeah, and he says it's oh, temporary. Yeah. I'm pretty sure that was in the Snyder cut and in the Whedon cut. I think it was in both. Yeah, it might have been in both of them. It might have been one of those scenes that they kept from both. Yeah, um, but I but I really like you know there's that scene after they they fight with Superman, and uh, and and he's his shoulders clearly dislocated, and uh, Wonder Woman says uh, you you can't you can't do this much longer, and he says I can barely do it now. Mm. Yeah, and I just I like that because that's the thing about Batman is he's going he's standing up toe to toe with these people who are gods and he's just a rich guy mm-hmm. and that was always something that i really loved in the in the justice league animated series which is excellent listener if you haven't the bruce tim justice League on hbo max on hbo max it's true but that was something that was always in there that bruce that uh, that batman was very much so one distrustful of people with superpowers and a little unnerved by it but also not willing to really accept any of their help or any of like they were, they would they would all be flying somewhere and, and it, it was this, he it never i don't think it was ever in a scene but essentially it was like the you know don't touch me <laughs> you know like there's like at no point does batman say pick me up and fly with me <laughs> to to take me to this thing like I mean, oh, yeah. it's like you guys fly i'm gonna take my jet i'll meet you there yeah <laughs> um I'll take and the anyway jet. yeah and so like i missed i missed those things mm-hmm. but then i feel like well I feel like Batman didn't have much to do in the in the Whedon version. You know what I'm saying? Um, I, I think yeah, here. Yeah, I agree. I agree with that. I think here I like that we get a little bit more insight. There's more scenes like describing how Batman is able to sort of hold his own against mm-hmm. all these people, especially when he comes. You know, mm-hmm. when Superman comes back and he like almost fucking kills him and he's yeah. got he's got like the the thing that they talked about earlier about like mm-hmm. you know which i was like oh that makes sense it's cohesive it kind of works it mm-hmm. it mm-hmm. works a lot better than the weeding cut where he just like you know amy adams just you know it's like ah I, actually it's, it's funny you bring that up because that was actually in this one amy adams lois lane shows up because she's this is part of her routine it's showing her up her at this memorial yeah. yeah and i did i i think i do pre- only because it feels more batman but that i do he- prefer that he um he and, has alfred bring her yeah instead that, that of she's like the big guns up. yeah mm-hmm. that she's the big yeah. guns that she's the fail safe because that feels like batman yeah batman mm-hmm. would would plan ahead for okay he's probably maybe he's going to be nuts because i've seen lazarus pits before assumingly and i know that when people come back from the dead they're crazy so let's let's have somebody that he likes show up yeah you know and and so like i, I missed some of those things i will say um the final 45 minutes to an hour you know that oh my final God, that big ending? set piece the ending uh, is great i so the, well no i mean like the ending. oh you're talking about the epilogue no no no. i'm talking oh. about the the main big set piece at the end their big battle against yeah. Steppenwolf and wolf and yeah. all of oh, yeah. his parademons i, I thought it. was fantastic i like that i like that i thought that lot. was maybe the strongest I, bit of my, the movie. i think by that time i kind of had checked out oh That's, you the first half of the movie is is i feel the the worst just because it's slow and it, oof, it takes a long time. It does take. I, I, but I once like it if, starts wrapping yeah. up, like towards the mm-hmm. end, all that stuff, I think gets it's there. Really mm-hmm. good. And and I do find that um, the set pieces, the longer set pieces, work better. You know, I really enjoyed. Uh, I always like that scene. The uh, that their first clash with Steppenwolf with the the wall crawler scene. Mm-hmm. Um, I always really liked that scene. I I thought minus the the batman speech that was that i thought was missing mm-hmm. i, I like this one better and i really did like barry allen saving everybody from the shrapnel and there's mm-hmm. just like mm-hmm. silhouettes of 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 his, the flashes of his silhouette 
um, catching everything I thought was really cool. I'm, I really liked what they did with Flash at the end. Yeah. Um, and him sort of his the rule that he doesn't want to break. And mm-hmm. I thought that was a much, much better I way. I liked it. Go. See, here's there's a, uh, the thing about this movie is there's a lot of really cool stuff yes. that's happening. And I'm like, oh, this is really cool. Mm-hmm. And then at the same time that that's that really cool stuff is happening, there'll be like one or two little things that is just yep. into that fucking yep. ruin it. And I'm yes. just like, oh. yes, that's this. That's the, that's there's 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 the anti-life equation in this movie. And then and then what you're talking about is the Snyder equation, because <laughs> because that that bit where where he saves and I, I called it out when we talked about the trailer. Iris there's that scene where he saves Iris, yeah, mm-hmm. and mm-hmm. and it and it's just like okay, that's that's fine. I I hate it's that a super, all of at the beginning when he taps the window and he the yeah. shoes burst. That's super mm-hmm. cool. But then like the whole thing with Iris is just so oh, it's creepy so creepy. To me. It gets well, so not only is it creepy, creepy, not only is it creepy, but it's 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 super dickery because there are people that are in the way of that tumbling car that then explodes that he doesn't give a shit about because they are not a pretty no. girl, you know? Fair and enough. and that's and that's the problem with Snyder's depiction of these characters. They are yeah. selfish people who are fighting only for themselves a lot of the well, time. Well, I think that's just the way Snyder writes male characters in general. I yeah, think yeah. he I think I think Snyder I think it's less than that. I think what it is is if it's if it if you were to freeze frame nearly any frame of this movie, you would get a, a really cool picture that would be a great panel in a comic book. And I think that that's what Snyder's thinking about. Truly, he's not thinking anything more than this Visuals. is a cool shot. Yeah. And mm-hmm. I think, and I think, um, you know, I was talking to a friend of mine about this um, after having reviewed the other Snyder films. And, I, and it's really tempting to want to wanna write off uh, Snyder fans as like bro-y Trump supporters. I don't think that's true. Really, I don't. Um, I think what it is ultimately is people who really like his films like to see cool shit happen. That's it. Yeah. That, I, mean, and, and, I can say and, that's all that I felt this film had going for it was that it just looked pretty. I hated every fucking character in this movie. Really? I mean, I didn't Except hate for, the like, characters. Cyborg. But... Like, I just, I just, I could not connect with them. I was just like, they're boring. They're annoying. The men are just kind of assholes the women have no development they're very flat characters Mm -hmm. i um i there were things there were things like what johnny was saying for me uh like there'd be something cool that would happen and then immediately something that would undercut it i felt like both times martian manhunter showed up was exactly that i oh hold on how proud of you were how proud of me are you that i knew that that was martian manhunter i'm very just because of watching one season of supergirl oh yeah because he shows up in that i'm 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 glad i'm so i'm glad that you knew because next yeah, because well, if you didn't know, then it makes very confused. No fucking sense. Like it confused me a little bit when he walks out of um, Lois Lane's apartment the mm-hmm. first time and switches from yeah, Martha to yeah. Yeah. the the cop, and yeah. then when he comes to see Batman at the end, I'm like, oh, shit, that's Martian Manhunter. That's who it is. Yeah. So so that's something because Sarah um, did not know who Martian Manhunter was. Mm-hmm. Um, and uh, after after this after watching Justice League, I promptly showed her. Um, the first three episodes of the Justice League cartoon series because he features mm-hmm. heavily. He that's where oh, he's yeah. introduced. Mm-hmm. Um, and uh, but Sarah was like, she, as soon as as soon as the red eyes thing happened and he turned to someone else, Sarah was like, the fuck. And, <laughs> and so I had to yeah. explain. Um, I, I mean, I think that's the problem with the Snyder films is that um, they're not accessible for people who are not already super fans. Like True. they, 
I, I think mm-hmm. that's I think that's a real weakness of his of his insistency on fan service. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, I think that's that's why I like I think if I did not have some other knowledge from you guys and from just being a pop culture nerd, yeah. I probably would have just written this entire movie off. Yeah. I would have I just mean, not yeah. liked any of it. It's but, a four hour even, movie. Like I don't this yeah. is not a movie. And it for didn't need people. to be. Yeah. Like, oh I, God. I, I would have preferred a happy medium, honestly, in terms of content and length between mm. the theatrical cut and this. Like if it was two forty five had a little more heart <laughs> and a little less people going because that's that's how Snyder characters express themselves. It's mostly can, you, can the Snyder give a character more heart? Um, I don't think well, so. Well, no, that's that's where I that's where I suggest that maybe he should take some of the heart that Whedon's version had. There are little bits of heart in that version. Throw it in there, um, and then make the movie like two forty five. I think I actually I think I'd be I think I, I feel like you could get with away it. with making it I would I would sit through I mean I sat through a four hour long Justice League movie yeah. so I would sit through a three hour one all all you have to do to get it to three hours is make a couple of cuts just some scenes just every scene just cut you it know, at the very end some just, of the slow-mo. just cut it and then just so, take out the slow mo that's it so there's fun one fact. specific slow-mo scene that i have issues with it's the first i think it's the first real slow-mo scene that we get mm-hmm. with lois lane coming out of the coffee shop mm. and then it goes into the other thing that really like pissed me off was songs with lyrics in this movie uh, just grinded everything to oh, a yeah. fucking the music God. choices were weird I oh my god too. i find that too I wonder re- woman's I theme every time every I time really, Every, Every time, time was just so good. No, I it's, loved oh, it's all of the so introductions for Wolf. It's the so, I liked yeah, it. The chance, I liked the it. It pumped me up because I hated the female, chance. Like this is when we talked about Wonder Woman 1984. Like yeah. the only reason I like that movie is because it's a female superhero mm. and having the like kind of vocalizations and then going into Wonder Woman's theme song pumped me up for her to just kick ass. She kicks ass, don't get me wrong. She I does. actually really li- I like her a lot in this movie. She's, she's dope she's as hell in this movie. She's the best in this movie that oh. I think she's ever been in terms yeah. of how she owns people in this True. movie. True. Uh, although she just straight up like murders the dude at the beginning in front yeah. of children. <laughs> I know. That was actually, so there's another thing where it's like, oh, Zack Snyder, you're so tone deaf because she, she straight up murders the bad guys. And it's like, mm, okay, they were bad. And then there's the touching moment with the little girl. Yeah. And it's like, you can be whatever you want. It's like, she's going to need therapy. Like it's this, she's not, this is not what she's going to be thinking. What any of these people are going to be thinking. They are scarred for life after any of this. And, and yet Zack Snyder's like, and heartwarming, cute heartwarming scenes. Like, why? This is inspirational. (laughs) Yeah. Um, Mm -hmm. I was going to say, so fun fact. Oh yeah. Your slow-mo fact. I have, I have two fun facts for this. Oh, I know. I know one of them. Um, Joe's bringing the fun facts today. Did, so, Johnny, yeah, you may already know this, but apparently um, there's uh, 10.35% uh, of Zack Snyder's Justice League is in slow motion, which equates to 24 minutes, 7 seconds. Told you. I oh told my you. God. There's you take 24, out the slow-mo. Yeah, 24 minutes of slow motion. Yeah. I want to throw up. It's, Isn't it's a incredible? lot. It's egregious. That's I've incredible. heard people just describe this film as indulgent. And that is yeah. very much what it is. I, I would go so far in some scenes to call it masturbatory. Uh, oh, yeah. 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 I feel like that that's Icelandic any, scene where the Icelandic Snyder women cut. are like, I'm sorry, Amy, uh, 
Uh, I was just saying, that's any Snyder cut. But. Yeah, well, it's just that I think the thing about his movies is only one thing can be happening at a time. Cause be, you know what I mean? And so, like, if that if the Icelandic singing was happening, I, I, I quite liked that. But then things needed to happen with that music underneath it. Like, the movie needed to It needed continue. to cut it couldn't, immediately. It needed stop. to cut. Um, but Someone I needs to tell so, him when to cut, and nobody did. I know. Yeah. Uh, other fun fact about uh, Wonder Woman's music, which which didn't work for me. Every time it happened, I kept thinking that somebody on screen was screaming. I was just like, <laughs> every time? I mean, I can understand for, like, the big moments, like when, you know, when she's, like, fucking shit up, or, like, mm-hmm. the first time, I get it. Mm-hmm. You know, every time she shows up mm-hmm. on screen, it's like... <laughs> Yeah. It's like, come on. Um, apparently in the subtitles, uh, that is cued as ancient lamentation music. Tonight. Yes, I saw that. And I think that's what I quoted it as in my video review. Oh, yeah. Um, <laughs> and I, I think I think I said, like, when the, the it was like a vocal lamentation or limitation or whatever I said, yeah. then it goes into the Wonder Woman theme song. And I was like, it bummed me up. It was like... I just felt like I liked it, at least for like a lot, maybe some of the more like when she's going to fight Steppenwolf the first time in Mm -hmm. that like tower thing. Mm -hmm. And I think like more towards like the end of the final battle sequence and stuff. But like, yeah, anytime there was like just orchestral music, it felt more center like it felt more grounded it felt more powerful the film did yeah. versus when he there's like two or three songs that he had lyrics with that just did not work yeah at i all. anytime there's mu- like uh like found music in a Zack snyder film it's always a song and it's and i'm not saying that i've heard every single piece of music in the world but every time he picks something it's like what the hell is this yeah you know who like by who what song is this and who did it you know like it's always it's as as um niche as as it could possibly be i was gonna say wonder woman's life motif has always bothered me um because it's it's the starting with that um the the hans and reno the Mm -hmm. um Mm -hmm. that's always bothered me only because it's not a full theme it's just it's it's a part of a theme it never resolves yeah and, and I've mm-hmm. always wanted it to resolve. Like, I was hoping at the end of the first Wonder Woman film that by the by the end when she's really become Wonder Woman, is really sort of coming to her own and is doing the full big hero thing, I was hoping that we would hear the second half of her theme, you know, and it never gets there. And and then all this did, all this movie did was add um, a, a, a very slow, um, sort of mashed up something very slow, uh, with something that's really kind of high octane craziness, and it, it that mm-hmm. didn't that it felt more distracting to me than anything else. But I I wanted to bring up something that we we when we were talking about Martian Manhunter. Did either of you did it bother you? The f- so both times he showed up, it bothered me. The first time, I thought that it this here's here's this movie which took this nice moment to have martha kent show up and and say some some kind words to grieving lois lane and i thought that was really good only to be undercut by the fact that it's the martian manhunter and yeah, like that why would it and weird. why yeah it doesn't yeah. make any sense and then the second time when he shows up at the end and he's like i'm now ready to fight and it's like oh, great now you're ready to fight where yeah, the fuck much. were you when all this stuff <laughs> was going did, down I, in yeah, russia I exactly thought that i was uh, I but was apparently kind of annoyed i do have uh, I was reading an article, and I don't remember mm-hmm. from where it was, but apparently, oh, yeah, 
that I know what you're gonna say. Yeah, the end of that, it wasn't supposed to be Martian Manhunter. I don't know if yep. it was supposed to be in in the middle in the the first time he sees him because that's that's such a weird scene. Because it it's, is it's, like it, it, yeah. if mm-hmm. it would have just if you would have just cut. I'm telling you, if you would have just mm-hmm. cut after she's after that conversation yeah. is done, mm-hmm. that's all you needed. Yeah, but no, yeah. it went into this. Like, wait, anyways, it wasn't supposed to be Martian Manhunter. It was supposed to be uh, John Stewart Green Lantern, which is at the end. Uh, yeah, at the end, it was yep. supposed to. So, uh, Amy, there's there's a bunch of Green Lanterns, as you probably you may yeah, or may not know. I've seen Green Lantern. No, well, I don't know. Well, oh, uh, there's a bunch of lanterns for Sector Two Eight One Four, which includes Earth. Yes, but so Earth has a bunch of green, not a bunch. They're they're different Green Lanterns for Earth, Four? and one of them is. Uh, a guy called John Stewart, uh, which like is John Stewart. Before, before, <laughs> before that John who, Stewart, who should be played by John Stewart in a movie. No. Uh, well, no, cause he's black. <laughs> so he was actually DC's first oh. black superhero. He came out like in 1971 or something like that. Uh, yeah, okay. So and it was, was supposed yeah, to be usually like a, like a Vietnam veteran. Mm-hmm. Um, and so it was supposed to be at the end there, instead of being Martian Manhunter, it was supposed to be, uh, John Stewart, Green Lantern that shows mm-hmm. up. And apparently Zack Snyder mm-hmm. had even filmed something with Mm -hmm. he he said a famous actor yeah like a spectacular actor Mm -hmm. uh and apparently the studio was like no yeah they basically said we don't want Mm. you doing green lantern yeah you can't do green lantern you can't put green lantern a green lantern in your film or not a green lantern but just i guess john stewart specifically maybe right i'm not entirely sure Mm. yeah so then that became yeah martian manhunter martian manhunter yeah because yeah there's uh, the Green Lantern, there was Alan Scott, which was the first Green Lantern. He's more magic than space cop, and, and that was kind of mm-hmm. the golden age. And then there's Hal Jordan, which you, you do know about. And that's then Ryan Reynolds. There's, uh, yeah, that's Ryan Reynolds, uh, which apparently also he wanted to have he Ryan also Reynolds am. involved. And it's like, did you not see Deadpool or anything? Like, everybody everybody's making fun of that movie, <laughs> knowing full well that it's bad. Um, but... Uh, um, and then also, so there's John Stewart, and there's also Kyle Rayner, um, who's kind of an asshole. But <laughs> but there's so there's a number of Green Lanterns that are assigned to our sector. Um, mm-hmm. But um, but it would but have yeah. been cool, and it would have made a lot more sense if it was John Lewis, John Lewis, John Stewart, Green Lantern coming down and being like, oh hey, we noticed this huge threat coming going on, like you know, next time makes... this happens, call me. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that makes um, more sense. Yeah. And then, um, yeah, I, uh, I, I, I understand why Warner Brothers doesn't want Zack Snyder making any more decisions. There's a reason they fired him. Honestly, there is. Mm-hmm. Um, and because I know he's been really vocal about uh, wanting to preserve the Superman mullet in the regeneration suit, and it's like nobody thinks mullets are cool anymore. He had a <clears throat> mullet because that was in the early '90s, and well, that's what was happening. And it's just like there I, are people who think mullets are cool still. Well, are they in the Midwest, you, Amy? Yeah, they are unfortunately, <laughs> and they also wear red hats. They uh, yes, well, uh, um, but yeah, it's just I feel like every time there's so many fans that are so in love with everything Snyder does, but then the more he talks about some of his really dumb, really inaccessible ideas, it's like this is why you got fired. And if you keep talking about your <laughs> stupid ideas, your really extreme kind of alienating ideas, Warner Brothers is going to come out looking like the hero in all of this for getting you off this project. Um, Although I and, did, I, I have like read and like seen like the, his, like what his plan would have been for like the, the movies. Um, yeah. and it's not like, it's not bad. I think I'm like, it's not, 
it's not bad, but it doesn't. But his movies didn't take us there. His movies no. kind of like it's it's the difference between somebody taking you by the hand, leading you to a game of bobbing for apples to which you gladly participate, versus somebody dunking your head into the bucket. And sure. that's what Snyder does is yeah. is he's not bothered to take anybody along with him. He's dragged you by the nose, you know. I mean, but the thing is, is is, and I'm I don't know if you guys saw the um, the interview with Anne Sarnoff um, in Variety that was on Monday. Where, where she was addressing some some fan responses, you know, she was basically saying no, like, I hadn't. it's so because uh, the 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 Twitter hashtag, hashtag trend was restore the Snyderverse because now they're like make more. It's oh, like we basically God. we got we got our movie made. We mm. want more now. We want mm. we want the rest of these movies. Yeah. And uh, she went on record and saying like we're glad Zach got to finish his trilogy. We're focusing on other things now. We're looking oh, yeah. ahead. No, nobody, um, not not even Zach, not even Zack Snyder himself, thinks that these movies are going to get made. Yeah, the, um, the rest although, of them. But he keeps baiting them. He keeps talking about like the storyboards that he made yeah. for movies that are not going to happen. Yeah. That he and that like he made like after leaving the project. You know, mm-hmm. like he keeps he keeps talking about that stuff and teasing it and talking about plans that he was going to have. Apparently, he was he said that. Um, I don't know if you noticed the pregnancy test kit mm-hmm. in Lois Lane's yeah. nightstand, but he confirmed that she was pregnant. And, and he's like, and eventually Bruce Kent would take over for Batman after he sacrifices himself and he'd become the new Batman. And it's like, dude, what are you? You're like yeah. nine. You're, you're 20 steps ahead on movies that like you haven't even really shown us. He's trying. He's trying to make the his Snyder verse DC the Marvel Cinematic Universe. He is. Or, well, Marvel, just like the Marvel Universe in general, with including all of their TV shows now and stuff. Well, and so that was actually something else that Anne Sarnoff mentioned, which was, I can't remember if it was Anne or Anna, but um, that was something else she mentioned where she said that basically, and she she sounded very much like a CEO talking about, organi- she, she literally talked about the DC treatment, the Warner Brothers DC mm-hmm. treatment, as uh, refining their org chart. Whereas when you hear somebody like Kevin Feige talk about Marvel, he's only talking about how cool these things are, how much he loves these things, and how excited they mm-hmm. are. And it's like she, she, her, the way she talked about it just felt like clinical business speak. Um, but uh, but she talked about how um, they're going to have a greater eye towards um, everything being sort of the same. That there would be. Um, you know, there would be a greater continuity between their films, their video games, their TV series, their comics, like everything. Really? Um, Which kind yeah. of is funny because after, yeah, yeah, after that DC con thing this past summer, it felt like everything was just kind of off the rails. Whatever the director of that film wanted to do mm-hmm. was what the director was going to do. And none of the other films were going to like interconnect except for like Black Adam and shazam right i think we're the only two that were like going to be connected at all in any way and then aquaman was aquaman 2 is going to be something and that's the only other thing that's like slightly connected to snyder's verse and and wonder woman kind of because right now those are the only viable franchises out of yeah and i guess flash now too Uh, but they're gonna and then the batman but the batman's completely different that's like a whole reset right well that's not so that's a completely different world that's earth 2 they said that was earth 2 and then meanwhile they have uh, Tanahasi Coates writing a 
Calvin Ellis Superman story, which will presumably also happen on an alternate Earth. They have Emerald Fennel, who wrote uh, Promising Young Woman, which is excellent. She's going to yes. be doing oh my Zatanna. God. Oh, um, I got to talk about Promising Young Woman sometime, but not right yeah. now. <laughs> um, but I'm excited for that. She's going to be writing it. Um, no word on who's directing it. It'd be cool if she did. Um, but They're it making sounds a Zatanna like... movie? Yeah, and, and both. I don't buy yeah, it. they announced it yesterday or the day before, I think. A couple days ago, yeah. Really? Yeah, but um, yeah, they're gonna make a Zatanna movie and mm. a Calvin Ellis Superman movie, both of them for Bad Robot, producing for Warner Brothers. Uh, well, I, I have faith in that though because Me too. I mean, JJ can. I mean, JJ can do some wrong, but it, it just feels like the 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 proclivities of JJ Abrams fit more with what I want out of these characters. Yeah, you know, uh, you know, a little a little bit brighter, more heart, kinder. Yeah, <laughs> you know, but yeah, I, I mean, I've, I, I thought the movie was better. I would have liked yeah. to really love it. Um, I, I love will bits. say that um, the next day, Winter or Falcon and Winter Soldier premiered, yes. and I enjoyed those fifty minutes more than the entirety of the four hours that I spent watching justice league well it's it's more like because because but it's also league, like it's more justice league was kind of like somebody like. ordered a pizza with a bunch of toppings you don't like but you still like pizza so you have to spend your time picking out the stuff you don't yeah. to eat it whereas uh falcon and winter soldier was, sam and bucky power hour was uh um, yeah. but it was wasn't some, back, some sam and bucky power hour because they did not meet in that it was episode. like they each get yeah. they each get 25 minutes yeah, yeah. Um, i liked it but i mean i liked it but i mean Mm. I would it's, say it wasn't as exciting as like the last half of Justice League. I don't know. That opening sequence is pretty awesome. The opening sequence is yeah. good. It's great. I loved it. I'm and thinking it, of rewatching it again tonight before it comes out, I, before the next episode comes out. Yeah. I, I mean, I, I really dug it. I'm taking it as a, that was a hour one of a six hour movie. Yeah. Essentially. Yeah. Um, yeah, I guess coming off coming off of WandaVision and like the weirdness and the strangeness mm. that that and this was. This is a little more straightforward. And this is this, like yeah, this, this feels like, like it's going back to like a Russo brothers movie. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, very much so. Um, yeah, and so it's it's much more straight. And I, I enjoyed it. I just wished more would have happened. <laughs> more mm-hmm. like interesting yeah. stuff. I suppose. I was expecting them to be like doing at least something together. Yeah, mm-hmm. as, as maybe it's the fact that they weren't together and like the whole point of the mo- the whole point of the series is like seeing, you know, having them, you know, yeah. butt heads yeah. interact yeah. and you know, yeah. all that shit. Yeah. This is this is definitely act 1. This is what is what is going on with them that's normal, quote yeah, unquote. Yeah, you know, yeah. we see Bucky. I get, Bucky yeah. I get the therapy. Setup. Yeah. We see, and I did like that they wow, this trans this 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 went really quickly. This is a transition. I still had one more thing I wanted to talk about with Justice I, League. I will but. say I did really like that they dealt with like what do superheroes do for money? Which apparently is yeah. they're kind of I just liked shit that question. Yeah. Much. Yeah. Uh no, Amy, one more thing about Justice League? Um well we talked about him in the last episode, the small wait four hours for a joker bit oh yeah where mm-hmm. it's basically just bear. marilyn manson if he wanted to be the joker yeah fruit punch mouth man <laughs> i mean eh, i thought it was better than anything he did in suicide squad i didn't I, I don't have any strong reaction to that scene i feel like it's an interesting scene um i've seen like I was we've extremely seen... confused for oh yeah a you, bit yeah there. i didn't makes... realize it was another like alternate timeline yeah it does if you don't like because it's th- th- there's a there's the flashpoint thing, and then there's yeah, like well, a whole. Yeah, well, until he mentioned injustice. like Boy Wonder. Yeah, and then there's injustice. I was so and that's confused at what was happening. So, yeah. so I mean, uh, the, basically, 
Yeah. There are yeah. multiple, um, there's a lot of stuff going on in this scene that if you de- if you don't know the history of, like, DC Comics and, like, where this shit kind of comes from, then yeah. then it would be confusing as hell. Like, yeah, like, like, like Robin dying, point, like that. The Joker point. kills Robin. And, and there's, a, there's a nod to, that's from a famous Death in the Family uh, issue of Batman. And in Batman versus Superman, we see Robin's suit and it says uh there's haha you let your family die yeah that's what it yeah. is that's yeah. like it's written and, in, in, yeah, so that's what he's that's what he's referring to is is uh joker killing uh robin yeah so yeah because then there was also like something with like aquaman uh, yeah mira died. aquaman uh, is dead in this yeah like yeah. mira was there yeah so and in, like flash was in like some battle weird... armor the battle armor yeah the the suit from the future yeah yeah um which yeah, we saw so, him wearing in, in Batman vs. Superman. Superman. Yeah. Uh, so, yeah, that is... It's weird that just, it's tacked on there, and it's, like, at the end, and it comes out of nowhere. There's nothing leading up to it in this film. I know it's supposed yeah. to be a continuation of, of that scene, the, that nightmare scene that he had in Batman vs. Right. Superman. Um, but it's just so That's what I thought it was at first. Too. That's what, I mean, that's little, what it is. It's a little bit foreshadowed by uh, the, the Kryptonian computer on the ship when cyborg is about to revive superman mm-hmm. the computer which i kind of liked that like the way that like kind of flash forward scenes mm-hmm. and like especially with the Themys- the themyscira stuff yeah um like showing wonder woman being defeated and like all of them lamenting her and yeah kind of like how cyborg was reacting to all that happening mm-hmm, mm-hmm. i thought th- i really i like that scene yeah i thought that kind of added a little bit yeah it's kind of but... more of that because basically superman goes evil mm-hmm. like that's what snyder wants to show is superman evil yeah. Um, yeah and the anti-life equation which again is not really explained very well in not this but all. it's basically the um, a means to control other living beings it subverts someone's will to do their yeah. to do your bidding basically mm-hmm. yeah. um makes them into zombies basically um, but, um, I, I thought the, inter- I mean, I thought the interaction between them, like Joker and Ben Affleck, Batman, yeah, it was good. I liked it. Um, yeah. I wasn't, I wasn't mad at it. Um, I get, J- uh, Jared Leto's just doing Heath Ledger. He's doing, you know, he's doing it like less a riff so, on it. Yeah. but, but de- you know, it's definitely Jared less so. Yeah. He's definitely, <laughs> he's going, he's going more towards that than, you know, yeah. any, any, I, any other ones but i didn't I, that, didn't I didn't think it was bad that was a scene that i felt was fairly masturbatory because there oh, was yeah. it, it, it there was almost no setup. there's no I mean, reason i don't want to say there's no setup for there's no reason for it also there's a reason the joker's mm-hmm. never been on the suicide squad is because he's nuts he's chaos incarnate and anybody putting together a team would not add joker to that roster and uh there kind of doesn't seem to be a reason why he's there and this well i mean i think the re- i mean the reason is that the world has gone to shit right and they're like the only people that can maybe do something about it maybe yeah right? i mean yeah. it's not I, I was watching oh fuck i forget what mm, it was uh, it was a dc animated movie uh which they're really good there's a bunch of them you know there's like a whole there's a mm-hmm. whole dc animated universe um yeah. but uh fuck in one of them it's very similar to this where it's like it's I don't know if it's Flash, but... Oh, it was a Justice League Dark um, movie. Oh, yeah, Justice League Dark. Good uh, old Dead Man and John Yeah, Constantine. well, it was the second one. So they made two of, of Justice mm. League Dark, and it was the second one. And it's basically the same thing, different characters. Um, but it's basically Darkseid wins, mm-hmm. takes over, gets Superman, mm-hmm. and, yep. you know, it's, it's a bunch of other shit. But I, I liked where it was, like, going. Um, I could see the mm-hmm. through line, and I'd be like, oh, okay. But I agree, the, that scene is... 
pure masturbation. <laughs> there's there's <laughs> no reason for it to be there. It it's it's not very well alluded to. It's kind of alluded to when Batman says when he talks about the dream that he had in Batman vs Superman. And he's like, oh, mm-hmm. he was saying Lois Lane is the key to all of it. And and Wonder Woman's like, yeah, she's what brought him back. And he's like, no, it was something darker. Yeah. Um, mm-hmm. So, like, that's, you know, that's kind of like, you know, it's breadcrumbs. But, um, mm-hmm. yeah, no, that that, that scene, uh, it's just it's just there because Zack Snyder, man. He wants well, to he, give the fans what they want. It felt like it was just getting into, like, Return of the King territory. And the after fans... After a while, it was just, like, ending after ending after ending. Oh, yeah. I will say, uh, people were so excited about that whole in a society nonsense. He doesn't <sighs> even say it in the movie. He doesn't, yeah. That's pretty funny. Apparently, that was, like, ad-libbed by Jared yeah. Leto yeah. on set. Yeah. I guess he knows yeah, about Yeah, I was meme. watching him on a yeah. Colbert last week or something, and oh, yeah. that's what he said. And I was just like... He's so weird and awkward, and it's so, it's so weird. Yeah, Jared Leto just as a human being. <laughs> um. Well, anyway. All right. Well, that's the episode, guys. Uh, Boom. There it is. Well, I'm not gonna. Let's just say I'm not gonna watch this. I'm not gonna watch Justice League ever again. I don't care. Like Snyder Cut was better, but I'm. Still I don't not think gonna I'll watch, watch the entire four hours. I think at some point I might just watch the ending of it because I, I liked it. I mean, I thought yeah. it came yeah. together much better than the uh, than the Joss Whedon ending, and I do like. I do like Wonder Woman cutting off Stephen Wolf's head. Like I yeah, think that that's, was, and, and and it going flying back in through the doom through the boom tube. I thought that mm-hmm. was pretty cool. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, I mean, and Superman fun. slicing off a section of his head. Yeah. Oh yeah, know, his uh, yeah his horns. He like yeah. straight up like mm-hmm. fucking ripped uh-huh. Yeah. Yeah, I mean that was it was definitely I liked I liked a lot of that. Much, I'm saying much it's better. it's less of a movie and more of like what I imagined in my head was going on when I was playing with my superhero action figures. Mm-hmm. You know? Mm-hmm. This is pretty much yeah. what it is. It's like Zack yeah. Snyder just gave me that. He was just yeah. like, oh, I'm sure you know. Yeah, and then the Flash does this thing. And you're like, oh, that's pretty cool. It's pretty cool. Yep. But, yeah. <laughs> but like as a movie, like a through line with like character development and like plot that like moves, and it's fucking, it's just a lot. <laughs> yeah. It, it was. It was still. It's only marginally better. And it was. And it was still. You know, in terms of set pieces, in terms of broad story points, it was still the original film. Yeah, yeah sort of. I think. But I mean, I will say it's. <laughs> it did it's make more sense, but yeah. Most I have enjoyed a Zack Snyder film, mm. but it's still not like one that I would be like, oh, I love it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's yeah, just. It's. Eh, it's just another film. I'd watch it again if it was shorter. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. No. Well, somebody want to recut it? No, I don't think so. <laughs> <laughs> well, I anyways, don't so. I don't think I will. <laughs> oh, keep in mind that there is a uh, black and white version of this film coming, um, called Just Justice League. Justice is gray because why not hit us over the head with your moral <laughs> ambiguity <laughs> worldview? Um, my friend Elizabeth pointed out that the movie's already in black and white, so why make a black and white version? Um, Very true. <laughs> but uh, yeah, she's not, she is not wrong. Um, so yeah, but that's and it has an alternate ending. There is an alternate ending attached to the black and white version of this. Wait, for real? I'm not gonna watch yeah. it. I mean, I'll fast forward to the end. <laughs> I think it's coming in April. <laughs> I mean, I watched that. Uh, I watched the alternate ending. That's about it. I'm not gonna yeah. sit this whole I am thing. Not I, I was associate producer on that. One. I was. I was because I know like he released the 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 teaser trailer in black and white and like all of his images were like black and white and for a second there I really did think that the the, the release was just officially going to be like in black and white for yeah 
no for Zack Snyder no, reasons. For Zack, like, because Zack Snyder. Yeah. Yeah, and I was just uh. like, I was so glad that it was not. I was like, oh thank God. There's not much color in this movie, but the little yeah, that there some. is definitely needs to stay there. <laughs> well, after all of that, let's talk about something fun. Let's talk about the Justice League of the nineties. <laughs> and by that I mean liar liar, of course. <laughs> the Smash the 19, what is it, 1997, 1998? 19, well, actually, the 24th anniversary was not this past Sunday from when this episode's going live, but this past Sunday from when we were recording, the 21st of March. Oh. 1997. Wow. That's pretty cool. So, I didn't even, we didn't even pick this on purpose. We kind of picked this because April Fool's Day, liar, liar, you know. Because on April yeah. Fool's Day, you lie to people. It's true. And, I mean, I like it. And then they don't okay. like you. So, <laughs> yeah, like the movie. But had, had you guys have both seen this before, right? Yes, I saw oh, it yes. in theaters. This, and I had I, it on VHS. I, I had it on VHS. Um, or my cousins had it on VHS. I'm not entirely sure. Um, I don't think I saw it in theaters. But I remember this being one of, like, the, you know, this was, this was like, because when did, when did The Mask come out? The Mask came out before this, right? 95? I think so. Yeah, we did the mask a while ago. I don't remember I know, when we I know talked we about mask, it, but but, um, but yeah, this was like prime time Jim Carrey. We're like this is like Ace Ventura. Oh, yeah. Uh, yeah, he's still at the height of his powers here. Nine, yeah, yeah, yeah. So I definitely remember being like at this point I'd already seen Ace Ventura and the Mask, so I was like, oh cool, more Jim Carrey, you know. Mm-hmm. But mm-hmm. I have not seen this film. I have it probably like in ten years at least. Same, easily maybe fifteen. Yeah, I think the first time I watched this was I think every single time I've ever watched it has been when it was broadcast on TV. Oh, interesting. Because I think we talked about this during um, the mask, but my mom's not the biggest fan of Jim Carrey. Oh, that makes, makes sense. sense. Like, <laughs> um, she doesn't even like The Grinch very much. That's mm. fair. My mom doesn't like Jim Carrey either, but my mom doesn't really like fun, so. <laughs> Sarah, really Sarah I just either. learned, doesn't really like Jim Carrey. His his oh. whole shtick is not her thing. She likes Truman Show, and that's it. And she's what never about, seen Show. What about Eternal Sp- Sunshine? I don't know if she's seen it, to be perfectly <gasps> honest. Uh, also, she admitted to have never having never seen uh, Ace Ventura, Pet Detective. Wow. Um, <gasps> that is one of the greatest Jim Carreys of all and time. And she, she said she didn't like The Mask. What? What? I know. That's insane. I'm rethinking. Cuban Pete, man. Come on. That Cuban Pete. <laughs> Only a, you're less than a year in, Joe. <laughs> I know, but uh, but this is this is one trouble sign. You gotta read the signs. You were like, you know what? This should have made <laughs> very had, clear before. Before I you've agreed had five, to marry what, you. Five six years already to read those signs. No, not that long. But I but I will say, you know, being in in quarantine slash lockdown with somebody, you you learn more about them than you ever wanted. it's true it's true i think the last time i ever watched this was like a couple years ago i've only watched it on like tv so i think this will be the first time i've watched it without commercials interesting or a tv edit that is interesting uh but you also have seen it way more recently than than us i mean did you did you like it i mean you've if you've seen it multiple times oh yeah i i loved it every time i've seen it it's one of my favorite jim carrey's uh outside of truman show is like that is my absolute favorite jim carrey film Mm. But yeah, this this and Pet Detective are probably some of my favorite Jim Carrey performances. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And and Johnny, you you liked this film when you? Oh yeah, I remember well, I was a big Jim Carrey younger. fan. Like I, I, I'm saying, I loved Ace Ventura. I loved The Mask. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, so this was just like another Jim Carrey movie that you know yep. mm-hmm. slots right in there. Yeah. Um. Yeah. I I liked this film. 
I mean, I had it on VHS. I I liked it in theaters. Um, but it's also a film that I don't think it's I, kind of forgettable. I don't think I about like. it. Yeah, I don't think yeah. about it yeah. a whole lot. It's definitely one. Yeah, it's one that you, you it comes up. But, like, it's, like, it comes up in conversation if you're talking about Jim Carrey movies, but I right. feel like it comes up, like, towards the end. You yeah. know, it's definitely yeah. not the first thing that people think yeah. when they it's, think about it's Jim a, Carrey. It's a lesser Jim Carrey. Same yeah. with, like, Bruce Almighty. It's like, oh, yeah. Mm. Yeah. Like, but I think that's also towards, like, the kind of Jim Carrey falling off of, not, like, falling off of, but, like, when he started to become less, I wouldn't say popular, but, like, just different. Less a box office draw. Yeah, I feel like his comedy felt different in the, like, 2000s. Yeah. When he was dating Jenny McCarthy. <laughs> Basically. He became an anti-vaxxer. <laughs> Any other, anything, because, like, I honestly, I've seen this more recently than you guys, but I honestly don't remember much about it except for the bathroom scene, but I feel like that bathroom scene is the most famous and memorable scenes from this. Uh, I actually remember, I think, quite a lot of it. I just don't think about it, but I, I remember it fairly mm-hmm. well, I think, because I remember every moment of my life. Um, That's true. And What uh, a nightmare. I, <laughs> you know what? You're not wrong. It does Johnny, make it's because he doesn't drink or smoke, so I know, he I was like, There's retains a... those memories. <laughs> it okay. does make me wow. really well equipped to get into arguments with people, though. Okay. My, my memory is admissible in court as evidence. Um, <laughs> but... Um, the, the thing that I remember really strongly more than anything else about this movie was I was 12 or so, uh, you know, going to be 11, maybe going to be, I was 11, maybe going to be 12, depending on when it came out. Um, March of 97, yeah. Yeah. That sounds about right. So, and I remember really clearly this movie being one of the first movies where I was noticing sex in film. Yeah. Um, and, and finding, and, and being old enough to notice it no kind of kind of you know have a good idea of what was happening and also be embarrassed to be watching it with anybody else <laughs> with <laughs> you know, because of yeah. that content yeah because i think i probably saw it with with either my grandma or my mom in theaters you know and mm-hmm. and i think i was probably like oh no <laughs> you're like what yeah i can see <laughs> so yeah that's that's um, that's what this this movie defines for me sex I, yeah, I I think I do remember kind of it being a little there there had to have been some stuff cut out when I whenever I watched it because I would have watched it on like ABC Family mm. where any of the like more racy stuff would have been cut or toned down a little bit. Yeah, well I don't know. Let's see. Let's it'll be interesting Let's... to see uh, how much of the movie you remember is indeed the movie that we watch. <laughs> yeah, ready? Ready. Let's. Let's watch this. Ready. 